and welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate friendships, personal growth, education services, and also serve as host for these podcasts, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. As a retired counseling psychologist, I have been asked, what are some key things that I have learned about others and myself that can aid one to live and have a happy life? One of the key aspects of being human that I have observed over the years in my own behavior and is usually confirmed by conversations with other people, there are two basics in our lives most of us continually struggle with in some form. Change and choice. This is what I call the two C's of life. Over and over again, individuals confront and struggle with change and choice. I believe that the two C's can be cornerstones to such existential questions that many of us have, such as, who am I? Also, what do I want to be? What do I want to do next? How do I want to end my life here on this earth? Everything in our life is constantly in a process of change. The earth is changing, the solar system is changing, people on this planet are changing, Everything in life is constantly in a process of change. Sometimes the process is slow, while other times it happens so rapidly that we are stunned and find ourselves wondering, what happened? Time can oftentimes be a blur when we look back in retrospect. As with any aspect of life, sometimes the changes are pleasant. Sometimes they're understandable. And they can bring happiness to our world. Unfortunately, the opposite is also true. The constant in our world is that life keeps on changing regardless of our wishes. Spending time wishing, hoping, trying to change so that we do not have change is a futile waste of time, effort, and energy. My life has changed each year, and I usually struggle to manage some of the more difficult aspects of that change. For example, my sister died eight years ago, and my world has never been the same, and it never will be. Another longtime friend died, and my ever-shrinking friendship circle continues to grow smaller as the years pass. Another longtime friend will decide to take a different life path, and that path does not include taking me. Other significant persons in my life are confronting the heavy issues of serious illness and disease. Fortunately, each year also has easier parts and are much more comfortable in their management. The joy of watching my grandnephew grow remains a wonderful pleasure. Taking birthday cruises with emotional brothers and friends remains significant personal milestones of happiness for me. 
having the opportunity to have meals and visits of intensive and extensive time with family and friends all help me make most of each year and make most years a positive experience. I have suddenly, as the years gone by, grown more and more appreciative of how valuable things like having intensive time where it is focused and having extensive time where there are little time limits become more and more important in how I choose to manage the changes that continue in my life. By the time most of us have reached our senior years, we have frequently become very skilled at resisting the changes taking place in ourselves, our friends, our families, our health, our finances, etc. We actually have spent a great deal of energy so far in our lives seeking to have our world remain what we see as a normal state. We like normalcy. We like consistency. We like familiarity. We want the world and the people in it to behave as we believe they should. Now, of course, this attitude and preference is not limited to seniors. It seems to be a part of the human condition. It can be the attitude and belief of many young people, whether they are children, adolescents, or young adults. The reality of change is a given. It is here. The choices we make to manage these continuing changes are frequently the largest personal challenges we each face as individuals, regardless of our age. That concept is so crucial, I feel a need to reemphasize. The reality of change is a given in our lives, and the choices that you and I make to manage these continual changes, usually these are frequently the largest personal challenges that you and I face as individuals, regardless of our age. One of the realities of our world is that we have so many varied choices. Sometimes we have lots of people who are eager to tell us what we should choose to do, what we should think, what we should feel, how we should behave in leading our lives. I personally have never discovered a shortage of opinions from others on almost anything during my life. It seems difficult for many to believe that other people can make good choices that are different from the ones we make. We like to think that we are the ones who are making the good choices in life and that anyone who makes a decision that is different from ours, it is contrary to our values or beliefs or experience that somehow it's not good. It may even be bad, but it certainly can't be good. And that life would be so much easier if the other people would get on board and accept the truth that we have found, which is we make good choices and you can too. Usually the major choice for most people is whether to accept or reject responsibility for the individual choices each of us make. We each make choices. How much of the responsibility are we going to accept? How much of that responsibility are we going to reject? Frequently, we find that our problems are usually not the changes that are taking place in our lives, but what decisions you and I make or refuse to make when faced with changes in ourselves and others. 
We each have the opportunity to accept or reject responsibility for the choices on how we confront that change. We like to label the changes and difficulties as problems. Somehow, if they can be labeled as a problem, then somehow it is easier for us to sidestep the responsibility of confronting them and making appropriate choices. But problems are usually not the changes themselves that are taking place, but what decisions you and I make or that we refuse to make when faced with changes. How do we resolve the issues of change? Not whether we spend a lot of time wishing things wouldn't change, but accepting the fact that they continue to change and what decisions and redecisions are you and I going to make when confronted with this reality. To avoid facing the presence of change is usually not an option for us. Doesn't mean we don't try it because lots of people spend their lives working very diligently to avoid facing the presence of change and they try to make change an option. What we decide to do with whatever changes arrive in our lives, it is the option we each have. Change will continue regardless of what we choose for ourselves. In order to avoid facing the presence of change, Many people will strive not to acknowledge its presence. We will decide to do with whatever changes arrive in our lives and decide that it is not going to be confronted or managed. And of course, the reverse is true. Whatever these changes are, we can embrace them. We can struggle with them. We can understand them. We can work with various options until we find a resolution that works for us in that particular change. One of the characteristics of change is that whatever works today may not work tomorrow. Being open to the reality that change is constant and we get a choice on how we're going to manage it each and every day. Frequently, we can rely on what worked in the past. We can rely on what might work with advice, opinions, beliefs, experiences of other people. But in the end, we have to make that choice for that moment. And it is no guarantee that it will be working well tomorrow. We may have to go through the entire process again. And sometimes that gets frustrating. As we talk with people in our world, it usually does not take long for us to learn to what degree an individual has chosen to be responsible for the choices that he or she faces. Just go and talk with people about what is happening in their life, what they are struggling with, what they would like to have happen, what they are happy with, and it will not take you too long, and you will start to pick up the degrees that the individual has chosen to be responsible for the choices that he or she makes when confronted with change. We've mentioned many times on this podcast the validity of seeing through the prism of degrees. Very seldom is it one or ten. Is it seldom that the individual is seeing as taking complete responsibility or avoiding complete responsibility? Generally, it is somewhere in between. Many people choose health 
positive and nurturing attitudes and behavior such as one can learn more about on podcasts like these. There are many options for us to learn. Many of us can choose health and positive nurturing attitudes and behaviors. We can learn various options. We can take responsibility for the options that we are going to explore. Naturally, not all options work well the first time, and we may have to do some experimentation. So once again, we go back that learning is a combination of experience and experimentation. Other people may choose to react to change with denial, rationalizations, displacement, rebellion, or become professional victims. From my own perspective, it seems that most of us choose some varying degrees of a mixture. We choose some healthy ways of addressing the changes. We make some healthy choices. Other times, we do not do a very positive and encouraging or healthy job of confronting change. And some of our choices may strive over into areas such as we mentioned above, like denial, displacement, rebellion, or even the always popular, I am a victim. I believe that the easiest path for some is often to choose to not embrace changes and rely on habits and experience from earlier years. As I get older, I recognize this is an easy path. I see it happening. I must continually, personally resist it. But that easy path for some to choose not to embrace change, but to go back and rely on what worked in my experiences from the earlier years. That history is there for us to learn from, but it is there as a basis in order to make new decisions. It is not there to be just repeated over and over again, decade after decade. I believe that the healthiest route for the happiness, for me being happy, for you being happy, is usually to accept that we are free as individuals to decide to accept or resist the reality and consistency of change. We make the choices of how we feel and think about our world and ourselves. Learning the choice options we have as well as better understanding ourselves with our history, beliefs, values, behaviors, all increase the chance for personal choices that are healthy for me. We are the one who is in charge of and responsible for the decisions we make in our own personal growth pattern. I believe how we handle these two C's tend to make us the individuals we are at any stage of our lives. This is why I continue to encourage you to evaluate how guidelines such as the two C's can truly give you personal power for developing positive living and friendship. To answer the question, have I learned anything about living and a healthy lifestyle? I personally believe that I have. The information I've shared with you today is just one life guideline of the two C's. It's part of my guidelines for living, and it is the thing that living through life for many decades has taught me. So with that as a concluding thought, I remind you that this is your host, James Huey. 
I hope all that I share during these podcasts are received as gifts from me to you, my listeners. My comments that shared over this uh, period of time remain my own views and experiences and are offered for you to consider. I hope you may find some of them of value as you make personal life choices for your own positive lifestyle. I thank you for listening to me on this podcast of wellness psychology. And as always, I appreciate the email feedback that comes through the address powerforpositiveliving at gmail.com. Please continue to nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. Join me next week as we continue this process to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. 